to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Tonight, like all nights, I want to talk about it all, but in this digital world that we live in, I want to just say I'm so thankful that we still have magazines that I can go to the store and buy Revolver, or I could go buy, I think it's Metal Hammer, and and you can look through the pages. Here's the thing, I love having the tablet but sometimes it's like, yeah, but it, it, it's not—it's not a magazine. It's—it's it's a download. Um, Meshuggah has a new album out, Immutable. I am going to dive into it. I am such a—I'm gonna go see them on tour in October. I'm trying to think who else. Oh, <laughs> back up! I'm gonna go see uh, Behemoth. I'm looking forward to that in May. Here's a, here's here's how I stumbled upon Behemoth. I was listening to Strombo's Sunday show, Sunday night show, which he no longer does, and he was playing them. I'm like, okay, that's metal. And then one night I was altered, let's just say, and Daft Punk was on. I couldn't listen to Daft Punk because I was like, oh god, I'm altered and. They just kept repeating around the world. And I'm like, what can I listen to? And I started listening to Behemoth. And it actually calmed me. And I thought, whoa, this is some primal shit. Sometimes when I do the podcast, it's like, you know, yeah, people are like, oh my God, you're going to run out of things to say. No, because I do like to talk. I've learned at this state of life to just kind of save it for a bit. I used to be very opinionated and like, oh my God, let me tell you about this. And now it's like, okay, save it. Save it. Because, you know, I know a lot of people who only speak every now and then. And when they do it, to say something either stupid or memorable. Sometimes it can be a little bit of both. And this has been a crazy week. This has been a crazy year so far. And we've lost a lot of artists and creative types. But that that doesn't stop you from creating. And create whatever you want. I'm always being told that I should do take photographs and be a photographer. And it's like, well, yeah. But then, oh, I do it with the iPhone. And they're like, no, get a camera. Some, someone in my family lent me the camera. And I said, that's not the same. Because it's not mine. So I can't go off and do car drives with it you know what I mean it's kind of like no I want you know I gotta put in some money into that (coughs) do some research about the different lenses the soft focus lens (laughs) I know about that Mm. yeah music is coming back films what (laughs) I'm I'm happy that I haven't watched uh, Death on the Nile yet. I know that I can stream it. I had wanted to see it in the theater. And nobody would go with me. It was like, oh, we're too busy. Okay. And then I got sick and I was like, shit, I can't go see it. So, you know, Kenneth Branagh's Hercule Poirot, it's different. It's not for everybody. A lot of people, you know... Albert Finney played him once, and I think it was Peter Ustinov played him twice, I think. 
I don't know. I forget. I forget if he played. Oh, I want to. I gave him a shout out the other day to um, author and Punisher Tristan Schoen. I'm such an author and Punisher fan. And Google him. I can't believe I just said that on the show. Go on the music sites and listen to him. That really is a soundtrack to life. That is a soundtrack to a continuous movie. Sometimes what's beautiful is through this art, we can live vicariously. Like if someone's doing something, it's like, oh great, I wish I was there. Through photography and through all these different mediums. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I, I was telling a friend, we were talking about back in the day when I was in college. Oh my God. From 2000, it was 2000 to 2007 because I, I kind of took a while. <laughs> I floundered for the first half of it and then the, the last half I took it seriously. Um, and I remember social media was just coming around and we would do things where we were all how do I say this without telling on them um, we were altered shall we say and if someone pulled out a camera it was like uh uh-uh. uh this moment should not be filmed and now people film everything yes I'm and I, I covered it because I was like because I felt very self-conscious doing that and also I didn't want I figured you know this is not something you film you just don't because then you go back and look at it and think what the fuck was I thinking I should be in bed right now because I have to get up early and so I'm getting ready <laughs> this could be a short one tonight Oh, a lot went down today. People needed me for this. They needed me for that. And all the while, I'm like, I gotta sign some fucking papers. And I didn't get around to those until... So, yeah. I'm a little pissed about that. I'm a little pissed. There are a lot of birthdays today. Big shout out to Ari Melber of uh, MSNBC. Beat. I'm such a fan of Ari Melber. Today's his birthday. We're 80s babies, so shout out. I, I have the utmost respect for him, not just as a reporter and a lawyer, and I know a lot of lawyers, but as a hip-hop head and as a music fan because he knows his stuff. So yeah, it's it's been, um, it's been a crazy time. <sighs> New beginnings are occurring. If you light it they will come well and, and, and fill the dreams if you build it he will come I think that's what they said yeah. but if you direct it by Gene Campion it's gonna suck just saying okay it's been a great week to talk about art and I want to give a shout out to my friend whom I got to spend time with it was just one day but it was magical um, and I, at one point I was going to turn the phone on and we were going to do a podcast. I thought, no, 
because this is organic just hanging out and so at some point I'm gonna say when you get home we're gonna do a show because then it's it, we don't just have to talk about film we can talk about how everything interconnects film music art and feelings and all these different vibes we, we were sitting there talking about Black Sabbath and they really have this blues ethos and then all the metal out there metal would not exist without the blues I mean you hear these metal guys screaming at the top of their lungs and you know just hungering that, that, that air and giving that growl and that howl and really it's about Howlin' Wolf Howlin' Wolf had that voice that voice was like paper it was sandpaper and then John Lee Hooker and Buddy Guy and B.B. King so uh, rock and roll and metal really owes its shards of glass to the blues and I always try to stress that people I don't think get it you know you look at something like Judas Priest they really were a blues band at first it wasn't until later (coughs) you know that they were truly hellbent for leather That's that's uh, what what's going down. But if anything, go listen to some Mashuga. It might scare you a little bit. I love the name because um, it means it's Yiddish for uh, crazy, and I like things that are crazy, just like that tool video of opiate. I've done two shows on the opiate video. I've watched that video multiple times. It is a rush. It truly is a rush. It is not for the faint of heart. It really is not. Or as Maynard said, so don't you judge your question. (laughs) That's why I ordered two copies of it. Oh, my throat, my throat. I've, I'm still, I never really got over, I have this cough. Could be pollen in the air. But also, like, I have a lot of phlegm in my throat, and it never went away. I had it at the beginning of February, or the middle part of February, and it never went away. And I was like, shit, shit. Maybe I should go see the doctor. But I know that it, it's the pollen because I live surrounded by cherry trees. And it's like, okay. All right. And then the air. The air is just. Psh, didn't get me started on the air. Or the um, climate deniers. The climate change deniers. They're so sweet. Yeah, because we all can't barely breathe. And those fuckers. It doesn't exist. Okay. These are the same people that say that evolution didn't happen because the Bible told them so. Okay. Well, I hate to break it to you. Uh, I am the child of a scientist. And even at a young age, he told me evolution happened. This is what happened. And the Bible was never involved. I didn't read a Bible till I was in college. I think we had one. But I never read it. I never looked at it. Or no, wait, that's not true. They had those little ones at church. And I would go with my grandparents to church. 
only because I was staying with them. I didn't want to go. And they would, I'll never forget this. And they would sit, they would kneel and pray for an hour. And I'm in my head, you know, you think things in your head. I'm sitting there like, this is so fucking boring. And then my grandmother would be like, what's wrong with you? Well, I'm done. What do you mean you're done? Well, I prayed for like a bike and I prayed for the bully to leave me alone. And she'd be like, what? And she says, oh, no, we pay, pray for like, what is it? She said like the Eucharist and some shit like that. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. It sounded like an egg to me. <laughs> See, I'm not, I'm not versed in religion. I mean, I hear about it from people. Like I said to someone once, just as a joke, I wonder what's in the back of the Bible. And they told me the end. And I went, oh, not the index, but the, the book of revelations and all the other stuff. And hell and fire and shit and demons and it's like no I don't think so homie don't play that no if you're on some really good hallucinogens you think you're a demon I'm going to say that from experience um so yeah to the LNC good night to everyone good night unpleasant dreams it's fucking Friday motherfuckers